Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is Just When Commercial Real Estate Was On The Recovery From The Pandemic, Now Today We Have A Banking Crisis Amongst Us. How will it affect commercial real estate investing? As you know, two banks recently failed. Silicon Valley Bank, which holds about $200 billion in, in assets, it failed. Okay, so largest bank failure since 2008. Ouch, it hit home because it is not only in my neck of the woods, I was a client of theirs. That's right. How scary that weekend was, right? Number two, Signature Bank failed right around the corner the next week. It had assets of $100 billion, and it also fell. These two banks, $200 billion, $100 billion, are considered small to medium-sized banks. Now, here's a tidbit of information that you're probably not aware of, that 80% of all commercial loans originated in the U.S. are from small to medium-sized banks. Were you aware of that? Well, you need to be aware of it now since we're in this crisis that's here today, maybe gone tomorrow, we're not sure, but you really need to pay attention to it. At Commercial Property Advisors, we are in the trenches daily with our students working on deals, on management, acquisitions, due diligence, lending, you name it, we're involved every single day from the East Coast, West Coast, North and South. So we have real-time data on what's happening around the nation. What I'm going to share with you, four things that I see, that we see, that are happening today and will likely increase in the future. So let's get started. Every week, I am on the phone with a lender of some shape or form in commercial real estate somewhere in the U.S. And here's what I've learned the last few weeks in this uh, banking crisis. From their perspective, from a lender perspective, multifamily is still favored amongst all commercial property types. That's what they're telling me, and I believe it. Here are the three reasons why. Number one is the demand is greater than the supply, meaning that everyone needs a place to live still. So, so long as the demand for housing is, the demand is greater than the supply, they're, they're gonna like it. Number two, for a multifamily, the income stability and value growth potential, meaning the quality of the asset from the lender's eyes, okay? Quality of the asset from the lender's eyes remains superior from the other commercial property types. Lender perspective, again, from the banking crisis. And the last one, number three, this is what we learned this week a few times, is that interest rates on an apartment building are lower than interest rates on a single family home rental. That is very telling. What that tells us is that lenders see apartments as less risky than single family home investing. And we agree with that 100%. So, Number one, from the banking crisis impact on commercial estate investing is, from a lender perspective, multifamily is still highly favored. Let's go to number two. All right, here's the second thing that I see as a result of the banking crisis that we're in today. Lenders are tightening their underwriting. So what I mean by that, their underwriting is how they evaluate your deal once you send them the property information. So they're being more strict on uh, giving you loan approval. That means they're tightening their underwriting. So that's happening all across the country because they're being more cautious as they should. 
Now, here's the result of that and what we're seeing. Immediately, you're going to see more creatively financed deals, meaning that there's seller financing, there's a master lease agreement happening, there's a seller carry first mortgage, there's a contract for deed, there's a seller carry second mortgage, there's installment sale, all those types of things uh, that we do in our company, you're going to see more and more of. We've been doing it for years, and now we're seeing more and more of it happen. So because of that, seller financing, if you are a or considering to be a commercial estate investor, you need to learn how seller financing, how creative financing works, okay? We have a great video. I just did it recently. It's called uh, Creative Financing Commercial Real Estate. Watch it. It's going to uh, really teach you all the available options to get a deal done when these type of things happen. So when these type of things happen, it's harder to finance a deal. Because we're in the midst of a banking crisis, it's going to, it's going to be harder to finance deals when you have high vacancy. Let's say you have a 40-unit apartment building and 10 of them are vacant. A bank will see that and go, oh, they'll back off because to them, that's risky. And if the deal is good, the seller's motivated, how do you buy a deal like that? You're going to do seller financing. That's what you're going to do. Next is when you have high interest rates, and we have that now, higher interest rates. And unfortunately, the high interest rates are killing deals. So what if you have, what if the bank gives you a high interest rate, but the seller's motivated, it's a great deal, has great potential, but the interest rates are killing the deal. What do you do? Seller financing. You see where I'm going with this? And number three, what if the property has deferred maintenance, right? So parking lot needs to be patched up, the siding needs to be done, the roof needs to be replaced, and the bank says, no, too risky, too risky. We're tightening now because of what's going on now, so we don't want anything to do with it. But you see this as a great opportunity. You have the money for it. What do you do? Seller financing is what you do. And lastly, is let's say that you, yourself, don't have all the down payment or you don't have the credit or something like that, but you, you see this is a great deal, but the lenders say no because you don't have all the down payment or your credits may be damaged, right? What in the world do you do then? You do seller financing. In my humble opinion, I think we're really, really good at seller financing. So give us a call. We'll share with you all the techniques that we do. Okay, so that's number two. Lenders are tightening as a result of this banking crisis. Let's go to number three. Here is number three. These are the exact words from my lender. Because of the banking crisis, he says, bridge lending is going to blow up. That's what he told me, right? These are exact words. Bridge lending is going to blow up. What is bridge lending and why is it going to blow up? Well, bridge lending is used to help you bridge from a maybe a poorly performing property with potential, right, to bridge you, to give you a year of or a year and a half worth of funding in order to reach the property's true potential over here that where the property and you will qualify for long-term financing. So it allows you to bridge the gap between a poorly performing property and a great property. It provides the funding in between. So it bridges the gap. So it's called bridge funding. And the reason why it's going to blow up is because lenders are tightening up on deals that are not performing because of what's going on. So if the deal has a great story to it, how do you purchase it? You're going to have to use bridge funding, according to my lender. All right. So here are you on, over here. Let's say we have a underperforming property, it means it's not cash flowing well. The NOI is low. You may have high vacancy on the property. It may need repairs, and maybe there's a lack of cash flow on the property. With a typical lender like Chase Bank is not happy with the deal. 
maybe you are the problem. Maybe you don't have all the money yourself. Maybe your credit is bad. But, okay, here's a big but. But the property has true potential. Okay, so how do you how do you take this property that's underperforming but it has potential over and bridge the gap to a great property? Well, that's what we call a bridge loan. You're going to get a bridge loan. The bridge loan is, is going to last for 12 to 18 months. Interest rates are a bit higher. It's not exactly hard money, but the interest rates are higher than conventional loans. But you need to have a great story. You have to convince the lender that this is a great deal. Even though it's not performing now, it can in the future. Let me demonstrate the potential and I have a good plan. So if you have all three things here, a great story, you can demonstrate the potential and you have a good plan, they'll lend you the money to purchase the property so that you can get to this side with this smiley guy here where their property is now, they give you money to buy their property, they give you money to fix it up and, and now their property is stable, it's cash flowing, is now performing. And then once you get here at the end of 12 to 18 months, now they will convert this bridge loan into a permanent long-term loan so that you can continue to create massive value over time. That's what a bridge loan is. And he says bridge loan is going to blow up because lenders, traditional commercial lenders, are going to back off of these great potential deals here that are underperforming. Let's go to number four. Here is number four. Number four is about you. Number four is your deal underwriting has to be on point. So how you calculate cash flow and cash and cash and put in the expenses and put in a mortgage and structure a deal, right? How you do your underwriting has to be on point. What do I mean by on point? There is no room now for mistakes on running your numbers now because the banking crisis has caused everything to kind of tighten up. There's no room for mistakes. Especially those of you that are over 40, this is for you. The mistakes over age 40, you may not be able to recover from. Okay, so it is the utmost importance that you get this part. Now, prices are still high, right? Even though the interest rates have gone up, we may be entering a recession. Prices have not crashed on multifamily or commercial. Interest rates are still high. We may be entering a recession. So the margin for error is very small when you're underwriting your deal and you're putting all the numbers together. We spend so much time with our students on how to do exactly that. We stress test things. We do massive research in the area to ensure success. You can't do it 100%, but we do the best we can. Uh, number three, you got to know your stuff. You have to know your stuff. There is no excuse for that. In fact, there's a mandatory video for our students. It's called How to Become an Expert in Your Market. We call this our How to Make Good Decision Making video. That's what we call it. And basically, when you make decisions on anything to do with commercial real estate, there are certain benchmarks you have to hit to say yes or no on a deal in a certain market. And lastly here, let me say this, a weekend seminar, because I care about you guys, okay? A weekend seminar or a part-time coach isn't good enough anymore because of what's happening here. The margin for error is very small. Now, so I, I don't want you to do this by yourself. There's a quote here that I saw recently. It says, it says, many people go fishing all their lives without knowing that it is not fish that they're after. I'm gonna let that sink in, Let's let that parable sink in with you, okay? This, that's for those of you that want to do this by yourself as a loner. Don't do that, get help, we're here for you.
In fact, if you want to apply to be one of our protégés, let me know. All right, everyone, I hope I helped you navigate through the choppy waters of this banking crisis.